Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my co-host, my partner, Angel Masonette, and we are both retired NYPD uh, detectives, and we're here to cover uh, the stories that made the headline news in crime this past week. The Week in um, Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. Let's go. Go ahead. You do it. The Week in Crime. Wait, we got to do like a dun-dun. The week in crime and police. Well, you gotta. You also gotta do. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get some freaking uh, music for the show. I asked my friend, the guy who made the the music. The Hold great. On, I'm gonna. I'm gonna beatbox. Okay, it's enough. Of that. Why do you have to cover your mouth when you do it? <laughs> because I don't want. If Milwaukee civilian is there, he's gonna get excited <laughs> if he sees me beatboxing, <laughs> and you know it's gonna get ugly. So. <laughs> no, I mean, just some some beatboxers don't cover their mouth, and some do. Yeah. And uh, and the ones that don't, they they. All right, so that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> you know what I can do? I could do. Um, I'm not as dumb as I look. I can do uh, beats like uh, watch. Listen. Oh boy, here we go. You ready? I'm gonna mess up my whole table here. Ready? Wait, I'll do it over here. No, no, this is better. Weekend crime and policing. What See, I used to. That's that's the way I used to knock on the door to get into apartments in the in the projects. <laughs> yo, I did. Yo, I know a lot of beats. I know a lot of. I used to. I used to do. I used to open the door for everybody. They used to call me in the morning. <laughs> Central, uh, this is Team B. You think you get to mail over here with the ghetto knock? <laughs> mail, you on the air? I'm on the air. I'm on my way. In yeah. route. Everybody used to use me like crazy. Let's see who's but, in the um, chat. Let's yeah. Let's well, before we do, I just want to show you. Oh, I'm, boy, I'm a real go. fan. I'm yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. Uh, I know we lost. Yeah, well, uh, yeah know. we had um we had a bad weekend against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, they have a they have listen. The Mets have a really good team, but they the Braves have a great team. They have so much hitting, and um, you know, our pitching did let us down a little bit. Uh, but we didn't we didn't come through with the bats, man. So, but well, we still made the playoffs, and uh, you know we. It's still not over yet. If the Mets win tonight and the Braves lose, you know, the Braves got to win. They're going to have to win tomorrow. So if the Braves lose two in a row and the Mets win two in a row, uh, they'll be tied up. If, be down to if, one last game. If 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 my aunt had bulls, she'd beat my uncle. Um, yeah, Aaron, yeah, Judge, Aaron Judge is going to hit number 62 tonight. Hey, that whole thing is so Two boring, nights. man. It's so boring. Oh, yeah, I don't I even get it. If it was, if it was, I don't uh, get it, was, it at all. If it was the polar bear... You'd be wetting your panties, right? But since the time no, 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 is boring, no, no. I, no, I no. just the fact that it's uh to me anyway as a, as a mm. baseball fan since I was yeah. my favorite savant. sport as a young kid. A baseball savant. Okay, the home run record is seventy three home runs. Yeah, and that was is. that was by Barry Bonds. So now when the announcer, I get it, I get the sixty one to me, uh, but it's also like this line in the sand where it's like, oh, he's clean. No, I don't believe that. And it, to me, record. you still got to hit the ball. Especially since Major League Baseball was promoting those guys and pushing yeah. those guys until this, you know, uh, the snake came out and bit him. Well, Barry they, Bonds has it. Barry Bonds has it. It's no longer. Uh, but I get it, you know. But when you when the announcer is like, "Oh, this is uh, the American League record for the most home runs," it's it like, is. That's, that's I, I know, but it's annoying though. I get it. Sixty-one is a great oh. number to get. 
Sorry, it's, um, Mark's, it's Mark's world, everybody. We just we just live in here. Go ahead. I just I never got caught up in the hoop. I wanted to see him. I watched That's it every night. I wanted to see him hit it. No, I wanted to see him hit it, and I wish he would hit more. I got annoyed favorite. though at him looking at pitches that was like a little bit out of the strike zone, looking for a walk. When you know, go for it, man, go for it. And then the pitches that walked him annoyed me. Do me a favor. Ugh. You feel right, really anyway, you feel let's really go on. Let's go. Let's say hello to the people in the chat. Do you see, I'm talking here. Okay, you, go feel, ahead. you feel real abrasive to me today, so I want you to tone it down and relax. Okay. I'm just hurt. Let's okay. let me down. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. You're nuts. You said you're nuts. No, I said I'm hurt. My oh. Mets. My, oh, I my, my Mets. <laughs> my Mets let me down. Let's go to the chat. Let's go to the chat. All right, first person, Kim Allison. Hello, Kim. Well, what about Elizabeth Peacock? She's wait, a wait. member. The first. Oh wait. Because the first person I see is Kim Allison welcoming Elizabeth Peacock. Peacock. Well, Peacock is on top. Elizabeth Peacock, thank you for joining the Police Off the Cuff family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so happy to have you. I hope you enjoy tonight's episode and all our future episodes. Um, We usually don't start off with this tomfoolery, just uh, to let you know. No, actually we do. I think we pretty much start off the same way all the time. (laughs) Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates and Axel, the perro. Hello, hello, hello. Wait, is that a? I can't see. Is that a dog or a cat, Axel? I think it's a cat. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's a cat. I don't have my glass. I'm 52 now. I need my glass. Little Mermaid. Hello, darling. We Hi, love Lisa. you. We love you, Jojo. Just... Raquel Pranzo. Hello, Raquel. Mrs. Lt Pranzo. How are you, darling? Who else we got? Girl Friday. Uh, Milwaukee Civic, there he is. Cultural bamboozlement, baby. We're going to smash the ceiling tonight. That's right. Um, Some cultural bamboozlement. There's the LT. That's going to be on our, um, you know, Louisa brought up a good point. I, I don't even think I mentioned it last time, but she said we should get some merch. Yeah, I think we're going to have to because my cultural bamboozlement thing or my savage thing is going to have to be on the merch. Yeah. Maybe we'll get the savage on there. Like I don't, uh, have, I don't have anything. Is there anything that I – I don't remember anything that I say. Like, I guess I'm boring. But if, if there's anything no, that I say uh, on a regular basis, folks, and you pleased. think you could, you could go on our merch, uh, <laughs> let me know because I can't think of it right now. But I, 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 there's something I have to say. I probably say a lot and I don't realize it. I used to tell my partner whenever we'd go to apartments, I'd be like, how do people live like this? Because, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You're going on these. Uh, I used to go on Warren Hits four, yeah. five, ten a day. And you go to these places. And, and every single time you walk in, the first thing you say is, how do people live like this, man? It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> you know, you really you really that question is. yourself. Yeah. It's 900 degrees. You ever go in, uh, a, uh, in the apartment where it's like 900 degrees tub a lot, in the, tub in the a lot winter? On the stove. It's, it, the it's the winter and it's so cold. It's so hot in there. You got to open the windows because they get that steam heat. That's right. You know? Yeah. I was getting somebody dressed one day and I remember uh, I told him, empty out your pockets. So he emptied out his pockets and then he was looking for where to put his stuff. Right. But on on uh, his kitchen table, it was just all roaches, man. It was like oh. a thousand. It was like a sea of roaches. So he just puts his stuff in his pocket 
and he pulls up his sleeve like this and he goes like this and he wipes across the oh, table man. and he and we just both went back and then he took his stuff Creep and he put show. it out yeah yeah and the and the the the, the buns the hot dog buns on, on the refrigerator they were moving because it was a mouse in there or <laughs> it was just like moving across the, the whole thing it was like a nightmare oh it sounds like my grandparents apartment in the projects speaking of nightmare have you been watching Dahmer? hold on hold on we got michalina serino in the chat we gotta we gotta say hi to our peeps man yeah i know i get this uncle d Uncle D, Uncle D, Lorna McKenzie. Hello, hello. Giants hello. three and one. The hell with the Mets. Squirrel that's because, sandwich. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot of football fans, once uh, football starts, they don't pay attention to baseball, if they even pay attention to baseball at all. I love football as well. Listen, the Jets won yesterday. I'm uh, I, I'm as, a, as surprised as anybody else. The kid looked good, Zach Wilson. So uh, let's hope that, uh, you know, we could have a decent season, man. Scott Wagner is there. Let's see who else. Squirrel Sandwich. Squirrel Sandwich. How you doing? Mary Goldstein. What up, Marky Mark? Yucky. And the Luffle Bunch. Yucky. Must be from Canada. Let's go Blue Jays. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll let that one. We'll leave that one alone. It's going to be a problem if the Mets wind up playing the Blue Jays in the World Series. Hold on. Squirrel Sandwich again. Hey, there. How you doing? Go ahead. I'm sorry. With the, cold, with the vaccine mandates and stuff, uh, if the Mets play the Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series, there's going to be a problem. Yeah, there will be a problem. To, we're going to talk about that a little bit. There you go, Yucky. with the stories. Hello from Toronto. Hi, Yucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this Hello is exciting, man. Everybody who tuned in tonight, I can't even thank you enough, man. This is great. I love yeah. working on this show. You know what I'm saying? Kathy Bates and Axel, $2 uh, uh, super chat. Thank you so much. If Mark read this, he would know Axel was a cat. Yes, I, I could see. Yeah. Let's Squirrel go. Sandwich said, ew. I hope that wasn't me because I was saying how you do. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of uh, cats, Scaredy came back. That was uh, one of the cats that I fed, and uh, it disappeared after that whole fiasco that I had. Oh, she came back? Yeah, I thought, I, thought, I, I thought somebody took her or maybe, God forbid, something happened to her, but <laughs> she came back. I saw her, so I was, like, pretty happy. Nice. Kathy Bates with a super chat, two, two bucks. Thank you. Mm. All right, so what do we get started? What do you think? Wait, did you just hear what I said? You got in trouble for this last time. Kathy Bates what? just gave us a, a super chat, a $2. So please acknowledge her because you're going to get in trouble again. Thank you, Kathy Bates, for your $2 super chat. Okay. I don't know why my brain thinks if you acknowledge it, that's it's gonna. No, no, it's not. We both have to. You're right. No, I agree. You're right. But I'm also also I'm also thinking ahead all the time as we do the show. Like I have like uh, trying to remember what story is coming on first, and um, so we got a good week. Oh, the roaches. Uh, Okay, good. Thank you, Squirrel Sandwich. Go ahead. What are you talking about? Are the roaches on the thing? No, 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 no. Squirrel Sandwich and I, we have this thing going on right now. Just stay out of it. Go ahead. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> now, now I get it. <laughs> I get it. All right, all right. So, listen, this is a horrible story, but we always like to get the horrible stories out oh, of the way boy. first. Um, Lieutenant Allison Russo Elling. Mm. She uh, she worked for the FDNY EMS, and uh, she was on a break. She was about to cross the street in the story of Queens. Uh, when this psychopath who was known to frequent, you know, he lived in the neighborhood, but he'd walk around dazed and confused every single day. That's what um, his neighbor said. They always feared him. They always crossed the street. It wasn't until this day that he took out a knife and he, he 
stabbed her to death. Many, many times he stabbed her. And uh, she was a veteran on the job. And as a matter of fact, she even treated this guy, uh, Peter Zolopoulos, once before. There's a record of that. So, um, you know, we always go through the mental illness thing here. And a lot of times, you know, I tend to side, I'm, I guess I have a more li liberal aspect towards it. But this, you got to agree with me on this one. This is a complete psychopath that probably, uh, it was a ticking agree. time time. I have to agree on what? That he was mentally ill? You don't think so? Did you see the no. other pictures of him with the, 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 the gays? I think, I think he's a savage. Uh -huh. And I think he belongs under the jail. I think that we should not waste money housing and feeding this savage. I think they have on video that he stabbed at a death. He should be fucking executed immediately. Take him to the chair and fucking fry him. This woman had 25 years as an EMT. She was six months away from retiring or something like that. Um, she had kids. This guy's a savage. There's nothing wrong. Listen, and we've gone over this before. Every time they say that this person's <clears throat> mentally ill, there's a couple of there's a couple of uh, uh, components to that. First of all, it doesn't count towards overall crime. I don't know if you knew that or not, but Mayor Adams can write it off, right? As just a mental health crisis, it doesn't apply to crime statistics. So that's one benefit for him. The second thing is you're insulting people, not you, but I'm saying people are insulting people who are really mentally ill and are taking their meds, are going to their therapy sessions, and are assimilating to society. And they're doing their thing in society and they're living good, normal, quote unquote, lives. This guy is a savage who decided to kill her. I'm not going to give him the excuse of mental illness. I think he should be under the jail right now. That's just my opinion. I agree with what you said about um, the fact that there's really no purpose for him to be here anymore. Yep. Get rid you of know him. what I'm saying? And another him. thing that's interesting to me is with so much videotape and cameras around every single where. Uh, you know, that a crime is being committed. Why, why are we still pleading not guilty? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, I get it. They, they, before cameras were in abundance and before we actually had footage of it, I could understand. It was different, right? Pleading, it was yeah, guilt, yeah, not guilty because you could right. you, you figure out a, a lie somewhere He's along the video. line. But if He's I'm looking video. at your face, commit the crime, not guilty shouldn't even be a plea anymore. It should be it's guilty true. with an excuse. That's okay, it. so you're it's already horrible. starting off with some time. We see you doing the crime. Get rid of him. Get rid you know of what him. I'm saying? So I don't yeah. understand. And if as people... far as this guy goes, uh, he's a, apparently a menace to the neighborhood there in Astoria. Um, and uh, I have no problem with what you said. I, I don't see how we could. I don't see rehabilitation for him. I don't think it's necessary. I think, you know, it's better off. We're all better off without him. Unless there was a place to shoot him, maybe we shoot him out into space. We fill up a, a, a rocket full of all these people, shoot him out to, into space, and let him start the new Australia. They, you know? <laughs> they, 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 with this mental ill stuff, the last thing I'm going to say about that is not every person who is mentally ill is a killer, and not every killer is mentally ill. That's, that's where I'll leave it. Well, if, if, you, if you looked at, uh, watched the interviews from the people in the neighborhood, they talked about this guy walking around with a, in a daze. He never made eye contact. He was in another world. So, Everybody knew it. They knew to stay crazy. away from him. And unfortunately, on this day, uh, that's when he snapped. And I don't know why we're all sitting here waiting for people to just snap, giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know? Um, yeah. 
let's fix him. Try to fix him anyway before this happens. So uh, let's move on. This is um, Greenwich Village block. Oh, uh, this, this, this is a Greenwich Village block held hostage by lunchtime rowdies. There's a school in the neighborhood over here. And uh, these kids get on a break. And, you know, they're in New York City. So, you know, either you go to a park on a break if you're going to walk out of the school. I don't know why they let them out of the school, by the way. That, to me, that doesn't make any sense. You know, if they're not from the neighborhood, you know, because a lot of these kids, they come from, they'll take the train down. They come from all different neighborhoods. And now all of a sudden they're in this, uh, you know, high rent area. And uh, they're hanging out in the porches and scaring the crap out of people. See, this kid's, this kid's carrying, it's a toy. It's a toy. But this goes to show you how stupid this kid is because he could get killed for carrying this toy. And it's probably made out of... Do you think his mother or his dad saw that and brought him home and beat the balls off of him? Because if that was my son and I saw mm -hmm. that shit, I would beat my son probably within an inch of his life if he's walking around with a fake Uzi uh, terrorizing people. Yeah, if so, you're listening to the show, the picture I brought up is uh, there's a boy in a Nike tracksuit. They're hanging out in the stoop, and he is holding what looks like, what is that? That would be like an AK-47? Like no, it looks like it might be like a Tech 9 or something A like Tech that. 9, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Tech yeah, 9. Yeah. But it's a toy. It's it's all mm -hmm. scraped up. But mm -hmm. the way they paint the, the guns nowadays, real guns. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't you matter. You know, if this kid pulls out that gun on a cop he's gonna get killed but that's not even, even the, the that's not even the crux of the uh, of the of the of the issue there these kids are going on to these people's stoops and they're fucking harassing old people elderly people people in the neighborhood and it doesn't matter people if that they're live doing there it, it doesn't matter if they're doing it in the projects or they're doing it in you know uh greenwich even village if, it doesn't listen, matter what they're it, doing it. even you're, if they you're, were you're harassing innocent people who live there and who have to go home and these little savages um, uh, are not being dealt with properly. They should be dealt with properly. Let's the truant officers should be riding around in a paddy wagon. Yeah, like whatever happened back to in those the days, guys? And grab these fucking kids and smack the shit out of them. And take we them used over. to have a unit where I worked where that's what they used to do, truants. They used to drive around and pick up kids that weren't in school, put them in a van, and drive them back to their freaking school. But I want to show you something here. <laughs> Forget about the gun for a second. Just look at this Take kid right here. He's. Uh, I'm showing you a picture of the kids hanging out in the stoop. One of the kids has a blunt in his hand. Now, we all know pot is legal in New York. First of all, these kids are underage anyway. Right, exactly. They're in high school. But he's holding the blunt. Even if we didn't see the gun, the, the toy gun, just the fact that you're coming home, and even if they were the nicest kids in the world, I'm sorry, ma'am. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead, ma'am. I'm sorry. You need help with your bags, ma'am? No, nah, no, nah, we got you, ma. We got you. Like, Nobody wants to come home and see, even if it's the nicest kids in the world, smoking a blunt on their stoop. It's intimidating. It's scary. They don't want it. But you also didn't want the police. So guess what? Now you got to deal with it. All these people that live down there in Greenwich Village where this school is, they're all part of the fund the police. So deal with it. They just hired security, by the way, a month ago. $81,000 a month Nice for a three-block radius. Beautiful. Just to, just for these uh, these kids that hang out all day over there. So go ahead. Keep voting for bail reform and keep dealing with it. These are the people that voted for it. Who do yeah. you think voted for it? Yeah, yeah. All yeah, those no, people they right there. Yeah. They're all Wokies. I'm sure. They're all Wokies. You know? It's the same thing with, with the, uh, uh, the illegal immigrants, the aliens, the illegal aliens, right? We're not supposed to say that. The illegal aliens that were brought to Martha's Vineyard. 
It's like you want a virtue. You want no, they're illegal aliens. <laughs> you want a virtue signal and pretend that you give a shit about them, <laughs> but fifty of them come to your town and it's like get them the hell out of here. I love them and I want them to have a good life, but not in my fucking neighborhood. You right? know they outed. They outed a lady who was uh, responsible, supposedly, for recruiting the people to go to Martha's Vineyard. And she is a former military. She just retired from the Army. She had some position, but apparently uh, she's responsible for running around and uh, uh, talking to uh, homeless migrants that were in that Texas area, asking them if they wanted to go to uh, Martha's Vineyard. I don't know what it means, really. So what? Who gives a shit? Do you know that the sanctuary city should take them? That's it. They made him. They made him sign a consent form first of all, and inside the consent form was a map of where they were going to go. This is where we're going to send you, and it looked nice. There was a picture, probably, and (laughs) they were like, "Yeah, we want to go there." There was a beach. (laughs) They're like, "Fuck yeah, I want to go there." So you Uh... think there's nothing that's going to happen to DeSantis? By the way. There's no, nothing except for the fact not. that he pissed a lot of people off. That's it. Well, listen, he's good at doing that. Real quick, uh, Little Mermaid in the chat. My nephew's school has issues with truancy smoking at the park across the street and fighting all the time. Now my nephew is starting to do these things. It breaks my heart because he's such a great kid. Yeah. So, you know, we all like to say, like I said, if that was my son and I saw him, I'd beat the shit out of him. But, you know, as good as much as, and Mark, you know this. As much as we want to be on top of our children and we want to make sure that they're doing well, they also are a product of their environment. So when they're exposed to shit, you can't be with your kids 24 hours a day. Unfortunately, sometimes they pick up really bad, shitty habits, no matter how good you do. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Listen, I'm not going to say I was a perfect kid. Uh, Did I hang out on a couple of stoops? Did I go in hallways? Um, Yeah. Not me. Yeah, I could have been the same kid. But at the same time, you know, we also we 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 were we respected police. I remember hanging out in the corner when I was a kid, and uh, the the cops used to come by, and they'd open up the window. It was the middle of winter. We'd be hanging out there smoking, getting fired up, doing whatever whatever night of the week it is. We had a different uh, thing we were going to try out, experiment with. We were we were experimenting, <laughs> and then a cop rolled down the window with the cigarette like this. He goes, "Hey, fellas, do me a favor, take a walk." Yeah, and then the driver, he rolled up the window and he took off. And what did you know? Like most of the time, we we knew what it meant. Get the fuck out of here. Go. We right. would go to 10 Park. That's but on it. this particular day, for some reason, we were, I think we might have been on loots. We were, fu- we, we, we were dragging ass. You might have been on paid- what? Loots. <laughs> Give another yeah. Quailo. She loves you in the morning. So oh, they came back God. around again and they got out of the car, these two guys. And my friend Tommy, he said something. <laughs> And the guy goes, that was hey, the last time he said, "Did I tell you to get the fuck out of here?" And he had a, he had one of those little, slapper, I, I got, slapper. yeah, I got one when I graduated from the police oh, academy. Remember they the gave, slapper, used to yeah. give us all those shits. Yeah. One of them was the slapper, and he just goes, "What the fuck did I tell you?" And he smacks Tommy in the back of the head, and it opened up. Opened them up, yeah, yeah, and there was blood shooting. Now down. go home and bleed in your kitchen. Then me and Tommy and like one guy, we had a boombox. Tommy had his uh, shirt wrapped around his head. Blood was coming out. We looked like uh, Independence Day. Going to Central Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. We learned our lesson, man. That's right. You learned your lesson. Absolutely. Listen, and, and, and people say this a lot. If I went home, if a cop brought me home lumped up and the cop lumped me up, my mother wouldn't get angry at the cop. She'd no. lump me up even worse. 
She'd yeah. be like, why the fuck did the cop have to bring you home? What did you do? And she'd beat the shit out of me. She'd pull me by my hair when I had hair. So that's different. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, me too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we? You still uh, have, you still have beautiful hair. I got nothing. Debbie wrong. Johnson, I'm in Tucson, Arizona. The crime is horrible. Not quite like good old days. I'm sorry, Debbie. It seems to be a, a national pandemic that nobody wants to address. Um, you know, I don't know why we're doing this. It's, I just don't, I can't see what the, what the reason is. And I'm trying to look at it from a bird's eye view. Who benefits from it? Uh, Mary Goldstein. Yeah, if people wanted to fund police, they can pay for police response services like they pay for health insurance. Maybe that's the plan, Mary. Maybe the plan is for uh, everybody who can afford it to chip in in their neighborhood and hire private policing so it comes off the budget. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, can... listen, you talk to people, right? What did people used to always tell you when you pulled up? I pay your salary. I pay taxes. Mm, I pay your salary. Uh -huh. it's the same concept. It's the same concept. Whose salary am I paying? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I get, I get taxed more than you. <laughs> I'm paying my partner's salary. My partner's paying my salary. Kathy Bates uh, and Axel, I was a Democrat 29 years. This year was the first I year I that. voted Republican yeah. for primary and will in November 2nd. Welcome. There's a lot of people just like you, Kathy. Welcome, welcome. And yeah. Axel, too. Me, too? I was a Democrat up until 2014, I believe. So, mm. I mean, you know, but listen, and we've said it before on the show, as minorities, it's ingrained in you. You're ingratiated into believing that you're bamboozled into believing that you have to be a Democrat. It's called yeah, you know, I had an insight into this from my dad early on from when I was a kid. You know, my gut, my, my father came from the Dominican Republic and he went to a, a city college. And that's where I, I think the indoctrination became. But he was really like one of these people. But early on, he was like a lefty, like, uh, you know, like my daughter went to city. College. My, 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 my father was like, uh, you know, involved with the Black Panthers. Remember, he, this is Afro Dominican guy we're talking about right now. So he blended right in. He was a communist, a socialist, an atheist, and he, he was on the un unemployment list for most of his life because all that nonsense that he believed in back then. Yep. Back then, they used to figure out a way I'm to make sure they... I'm not working for the man. So, no, it's just that wherever he went, he would start with his political shit, and uh, he wouldn't last long. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just saw it firsthand as a child, and I, I just went the complete opposite. So, you know, I just didn't want to wind up like that. Like, right. you oh, know, being not being able to be uh, gamefully employed and stuff like that. And so it it scared me. I used to go with my father to hang up posters uh, of Lenin in the subway when, we were, when I was a kid. Uh, back then, Instagram wasn't it was you, your Instagram. He used to go with this little glue glue thing. Yeah. And I used to be his look, lookout at five years old. And he used to put the glue with these posters of me uh, meetings uh, and a, a picture of Lenin on there. Listen. And uh, he scared the shit out of me because I thought he was going to get arrested. So, so I was always traumatized as a child. I didn't want the cops arresting my dad because he's hanging up yeah, the stupid right, fucking posters. We went all yeah. over the city every weekend promoting wow. these fucking stupid at least, meetings. At least your dad was around. My dad was nowhere to be found. Listen, uh, sometimes our shitty parents teach us, teach us more valuable lessons than the good parents, right? They teach us what not to be or what we don't want to become. So sometimes that that bad lesson, so to speak, is the most important one because yeah. it shows you oh. that you don't want to end up that way. I know that's how best. it was for me. 
I'm the best dad in the world. It's a. It, it was the handbook that I got from my dad. Exactly. All, all yeah. the things not to you do. You did the opposite. Exactly. That's my yeah. point. Yeah. Same thing. Father used to tell me, "I'm gonna come and pick you up at one o'clock. It'll be eight o'clock at night. I'm still at the window." My grandparents are like, "Go play with your friends." I'm like, "No, he's coming. Leave that me alone." That motherfucker's not coming for you. Get out of here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never I believe it. <laughs> he yeah. didn't come. All right, yeah. here we go. This is what I'm talking about: radicalism and what how stupid it is. Lawyer who firebombed the NYPD car. Car blames unprocessed trauma prior to sentencing. This is um, <laughs> I want to show you these. These two people are lawyers, by the way. Savages. They passed the bar. They went to college. Savage number one and savage they, number They two. spend all their parents' money probably to go through law school, <laughs> and then they got caught up in this George Floyd, uh, Black Lives Matters thing, and the two of them together were throwing Molotov cocktails at a police car. One of them went on fire. So, obviously, they've both been disbarred. They're not allowed to practice law. But now, um, this one in particular, the female, she's coming up for sentencing. Now, this is her lawyer telling you. You ask me if there's anything that he missed. This is what he's telling you about this poor soul and why she made this decision. Um, it was an act of protest intended to avoid exposing others to harm. Mm. Raman's lawyer rattled off a laundry list of excuses explaining her decision to chuck the explosive device. These included early trauma from being a Muslim in the 9-11 America. <laughs> Abusive parentship. So she's blaming her parents. Partner, partner, partner. Oh, partnership relationship. So she's blaming, uh dating. Uh, the injustices that she had witnessed here and abroad. That's wow. who the fuck knows poor what that kid. is, yeah, including kid. assisting refugees in Istanbul and Athens and helping low income tenants in uh, New York avoid oh, eviction. Poor baby. She was so oppressed. She was so oppressed and she had such a hard life that she became an attorney. I mean, give me a fucking. Book. Yeah. And this is her. Like, if you want, you can go and hear her nonsense. This is a picture of her. She does a whole like. I bet interview. you there's hairy. I bet you there's hairy armpits under that t-shirt. Why are you trying to get me excited right now, bro? Yeah. I'm trying to do a show. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's hair, bro. <laughs> I, never, I never understood <laughs> why, why that would be a problem. Uh, that's because you're part Greek. You guys are used to that shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> your problem. Hair, 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 don't hair don't bother me. Damn it! <laughs> Did you see her shirt? The struggle could see. What fucking struggle she had? These people are manifest. They're oh they're um, creating nonsense in their life. I can't imagine how privileged this poor girl's life was. That she um she went to this. Can you imagine her parents though? Because her parents a Bud Light, man. Perfectly good. Uh, look at it. her parents knew when she was young that, that she was kids that this kid's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but then somehow, even though she was a fucking idiot, um, she managed to get into law school and she passed. So they're like, ah, oh, I guess. Being book you smart doesn't make you fucking smart. Maybe she's different in public. Maybe she's different in the real world. And then Ooh. this happens to her, and they're like, you know what? We knew it. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she wasted her whole fucking life over some shit that nobody's wearing, ever, ever going to remember. And she's wearing a Palestinian scarf along her face to throw a perfectly good Bud Light that she probably poured on the ground and filled with alcohol to a fucking police car. And... People are supposed to have sympathy for her. Get the fuck. You know what's like, unless you like, you know, the fact that they didn't get burned to death from the from the Molotov cocktails themselves. Remember the scene from uh, the Bronx Tale? Yeah, yeah. The back yeah. of the car and they're tossing yeah, it in yeah. the black neighborhood. 
yeah. in the Bronx there, and uh, they all wind up getting burnt up and killed. Like, how did that not happen to them? Like, I know it seems Poetic like a very justice. difficult thing to to uh, to you know navigate, especially for the first time if you're a fucking idiot. But somehow they made it out of there. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to the chat right now before we go to the next stories. Um, Kim Allison, Governor DeSantis is the best. We need someone like him in the UK. Yeah, mm. well, you got somebody in Italy now, Maloney. Yeah. She's, she seems to be uh, messed everybody up, man. The new Mussolini, they keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, they keep that's what they keep calling her, the Mussolini, because okay, they're trying okay. they're trying to uh, make her a fascist and they're trying to make her evil. The lady's yeah. just talking about family. That's it. Listen, she says it, right? They're trying to uh, uh get rid of religion, they're trying to get rid of gender, they're trying to get rid of uh the traditional family. So she's not standing for it. Kudos to her. Listen, I, I give them credit, man. Whatever you're into, you know, you push forth the best that you can. They had the opportunity with social media to scream the loudest, but nobody's going for it. Yeah. Nobody's going for it at all, as a matter of fact. And you're going to feel the repercussions in November, and it's going to continue, and it's happening globally. So. We're going to find our balance. This whole thing is going to be kicked out. Its ugly head was reared, but now it's going to disappear, and it'll come back in 15 years again. Uh, 20 years, but for cycles, right now, yeah, cycles, cycles, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see where we are over here. Um, Kathy Bates, I pray mass opens their eyes. I'm scared if they actually vote in Mara Haley as governor. Where is this? I don't even know. Massachusetts, what that is. Massachusetts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, another bunch yeah. of leftists over there, another bunch of lefties. Let's see what happens. Listen, um. Illinois is, could have a new governor, too. This guy's gaining steam right now, so. Yeah. Okay, let's go uh, Let's go to the next story here. This one's crazy, man. Uh, body cam footage shows oh, Arizona awesome. authorities open fire on suspect as he aims gun at canine head. Let's show what I got the video here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, he was faffled. He was faffled. Wait, you remember what faffled means? No, what is it? No, forget. I'm not telling you anymore. I'm tired of this. No, go ahead. I forgot. I'm not telling you. Forget it. Somebody I'm... in the chat will tell you. Fafo. Tell Mark oh, what Fafo is. I'm tired. I'm tired. He doesn't listen to me. They're going to tell you. This is graphic footage. They warn you. But it's great. For... <laughs> Whenever they say graphic footage, what they really mean to say, this is great footage. <laughs> Oh, he's out. He's out. Take him here. 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 Get down. Get down. Get down. Run it. Run it. Run it. Go. 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 They slow it down for you now. They show you the gun. The guy pointed the gun right at the dog's head. Oh, the canine officer that uh, they called canine officers. Yeah. That took him down. The handgun. Let me pause this. The handgun Mister in Mr. Garaz's possession was a Taurus G3 9mm semi-automatic. It was recovered with ammunition in the magazine and one round in the chamber. So it was ready to go. That's what they're telling you. If he would have pulled the trigger, the dog would have been dead. Good shooting. Is there anything else? Oh, that's the guy right there. That's what he used to look like. Yeah, before he um before he, he got a dirt nap. 
Yeah, before he met his demise. A dirt nap, baby. And what was I would just uh, listen. Uh, I he, don't was know if he, he was fofoed. He was fofoed. He fucked around and he found out. Fofoed. Oh, that's good. I gotta remember that. I always say that, don't I? <laughs> that's good. It was it's what was it called? Intellectual bamboozlement? What's it called? No, cultural, ba cultural bamboozlement. Oh. <laughs> intellectual. That's gonna be my saying. Intellectual bamboozlement. Intellectual bamboozlement. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Look at this guy, though. You, you know, uh, this no. is where the show starts getting funny. Look at this See, guy. Gina G knows it. Like Angel says, Fuffo. Escaped hey. inmate. Escaped inmate from Connecticut caught at his birthday party in Georgia. Bro <laughs> just wanted to celebrate. Does it get any better than that? Look at this guy's uh, face. You can tell he's just wanted to party, man. He was smoking a blunt when they caught him. I guarantee. The guy, the guy was in a halfway house in Connecticut. You know what a halfway house is? If so you're a civilian, between a halfway house and a fullway house. That means that you're halfway out the door. All you got to do is behave yourself for the next he couple of months. Now he's back. You're allowed to go jail. out. Pretty much, if he could have got to Georgia and done his party in the morning and come back to Connecticut somehow. <laughs> But no, man, this guy really wanted to have his party, man. Uh, he wanted to yeah. celebrate. I didn't even, I should have looked up what birthday it was of him. Listen, I always say it. I always say it. If they weren't stupid, we wouldn't catch them. This guy was clearly stupid. So. Yeah, but in all fairness, some birthdays are more important than others. It could have been his, the big 4-0 or big 3 no, 30, big yeah. I, mean, I bet you yeah, it was his 30th, real. man. He, you know, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you really want to spend your 30th birthday in the half of your house? <laughs> Why not get out? It in jail. I wonder, this is what I wonder. Had he had the party, woke up the next day, and he was like, you know, that was good, man. Folks, I'm going to have to head back, man, finish this time. Do you think he would have went back to Connecticut and be like, yo, I just wanted to, I had a party I had nope. to get to? You don't think nope. so? I think no, he would have went. He's, he's clearly stupid. So I think stupid he would have went back. Shit. He would have been stupider. He would have. I, I swear to you, shit. I think in his head it was okay, and he could have went back. Now the question that's why, is that's why you're here and he's here's another question. That's why. As stupid as our criminal system is right now, mm. would they have accepted him back? Probably. Yes. I will I will and they would have just like added like two more days or just forgot said, about it. They would have said he felt oppressed. He felt oppressed in the halfway house. Um he, he this was him his way of getting reparations. So he had to run around and he had to get out because he had to free his soul because he felt like somebody had their knee on his neck and that's what that would have been the excuse right there doped an excuse well, sounds like you're a good jailhouse attorney man maybe you could help him out <laughs> yeah uh, hey well. lieutenant franzo he says it he likes being in some of them like it some of them can't function outside his prison we i've seen plenty of guys like that they loved being in prison loved it so listen three square meals in a cot right Three Milwaukee civilian, was his ankle bracelet actually working? I don't think you wear an ankle bracelet in a halfway house. I think a halfway house is you go to work during the day, and then you come back at night and you sleep in that halfway house and until your sentence is done. It's basically re reintroducing you to society. But he fa probably failed to go to his you know job the next day. And um, it was partying, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Listen, it was his thirtieth birthday, man. It depends on the state, yeah, girl. Imagine if it was just like his twenty seventh birthday. It wasn't even anything special. <laughs> wasn't even a round number. No, fucking twenty seven. What's worse than twenty? Like twenty seven is like a not. Like nobody celebrates that unless only your annoying friend that has to go out on a Tuesday night. You, you know those people. Yo, it's my birthday, son. 
we're having a party on Tuesday night. I was like, what are you talking about? I got a job. I can't be on Tuesday night. <laughs> the, <laughs> best, the best birthday for me, I think, was 35. That was when I was like, wow, I'm th- like I'm 35. Like I felt I felt like an adult at 35, I think, for the first time. So that says a lot. I was already a cop for 14 years when I was 35. So but, um, I never I never made a big deal out of my birthday, but I did have a nice party when I was five. I and you remember that, wait, were you uh, was it before or after you went out and put the posters with daddy of Lenin on the fucking side? Probably around the same time. <laughs> so wait, this- no, no, no. What I mean is, did you and daddy go out first in the morning and then you came home to the Carvel ice cream cake or was it after? We had a nice party. I wore this blue suit. Uh, it was what a polyester suit. I got to find a picture of that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Thanks. my God. They used to throw me nice been. parties, man. God bless them, man. You must have been My Dominican a side baby. of the family, they, they threw nice parties, bro. Oh, Ooh. so they got you a Dominican cake. Yeah. You... Oh, my God. Yeah, those are good. Fresh. The pineapple. Oh. With the pineapple. The pineapple <laughs> filling. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dominican cake. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, I love man. that cake. With the vanilla icing and the pineapple filling. <laughs> look at look, look And at the pearls. Mermaid. It's got pearls in it, too. Yeah, right. The silver pearls. <laughs> Look at Little Mermaid. I was 35 last year. Damn. Way to make me feel old and crusty. Milwaukee's uh, William Mark, write down that joke down. It's it's good material about the 27th birthday. Yeah, yeah, it is. Tuesday, it is. I have a job. <laughs> is Mark a Czech Czechoslovano? Yeah, a Czechoslovak. I was. A, I used to say I'm a Czechano. bounce check. Czechano. I'm a bounce oh, check or um, a check. People ask me what I vote, and I said I'm a Republican Dominican. <laughs> no, no, I'm a no, I'm a Dominican Republican. <laughs> my cousin's husband, my cousin's husband came here from DR when he was like six, and he just became a citizen like three years ago, and yeah, about three years ago, and he voted for Trump. He fucking that guy's the biggest Trumpster that you could find. He works for UPS now. The kid, they just bought their first home. He loves this country. He's like DR. He's like. I love America. Well, that's the irony loves, of it all. There's loves, sort of, loves, loves, loves Trump. <laughs> there's a couple of countries that you know are coming in through this migration that were, probably wouldn't have been accepted under this administration. For example, they really don't want Haitians or Venezuelans coming here because they're not going to vote democratic. They're not going to vote socialist. Right. They just yeah, yeah. fled that. Cubans either. Cubans there's nobody either. voting. For, you know how many Venezuelans are coming here? There's nobody voting socialism here from Venezuela. Because those, when you those, read about it, I said it before, when you read about it, you know, these, these assholes that, that say socialism wins, like that idiot uh, 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 city council asshole from Queens mm-hmm. that says socialism wins, they read about it, but they've never lived it. The yeah. people who live it hate it. The people who read about it, most of the time, these young idiots, they who glamorize it. Listen, who wouldn't love it on paper? Everybody gets to live. There's no homeless. Everybody gets treated. But unfortunately... It, it there's no way to really work it out. I don't know yeah. how to figure it out. We still haven't. Well, hopefully, one day we'll figure it out. But so far, we haven't. So, Squirrel Sandwich just said really quick. She's 27 this year. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I've been inappropriate, and I apologize. Thirty <laughs> 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 old man. Guys. War in uh, war in Ukraine. Russian rapper dies by suicide after being drafted in war. Wait a he second. Opposed. Wait a second. Wait a second. I didn't even know there was a such thing as Russian rap. I'm serious. Okay, it's not Russian rap. He's well, he's uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, Russian you're right. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. Okay, so no, I thought he was Ukrainian and not wanting to fight for Ukraine, but he's a Russian. No, because they're drafting people. Yeah, so yeah these yeah, kids yeah. don't want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, man. Now, now it all makes sense. War oh, in Ukraine. Wow. Russian rapper dies by suicide he after was being drafted. His country's invasion of Ukraine jumped from a hot fuck. Oh, that's horrible. That sucks, man. Yeah. Okay, that, that that whole that whole situation is screwed. Oh, there he the is. Tw- the twenty-seven-year-old rapper Walkie posted a video in which he said, "If you are watching this video, then I am no longer alive." Oh my God! I can't take the sin of murder on my soul, and I don't want to. I am not ready to kill for any ideas. He's not much of a rapper, if that's what he said in the video, because it doesn't even rhyme. Not aren't. Rap supposed to run. You know what? I didn't think of. I should have uh, looked to pull up that video. You're right, but um, to hear him rapping, I apologize, folks. That was I dropped the ball. Uh, Twenty two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a shame though because I, you know, then I started thinking, how would we fare in this country with a draft? What do you think? How would we fare in this country, in this country with a draft? Like how many suicides? I think it wouldn't be suicides. It'd be these people trying to keep their kids in their basement. These people that coddle their children, who 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 let them play. We're talking about a different them... a different child right now. Listen, We're talking about a different kids right now. No, we would we would not do well with a draft at all. These fucking and I'm sorry for all you youngsters. Here we go, Mary Goldstein. She turned 27 last summer. Jesus, these fucking babies. Um, these these most a lot of these young kids, they they they, they just can't deal with adversity, man. So there's no way. They would, they'd be disqualified. I mean, they, they wouldn't make it through. They wouldn't make it through the first the first round. Yeah, I, I you know it's an interesting thing, man. I mean, I wouldn't want like we you know we always look out for the kids and stuff like that. If I could tell you how many times I got punched in my face by grown ass fucking dudes when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Getting jumped. Uh, but somehow it it toughened you up, and somehow, you know. At least I got. I know what it's like. It's not. It's not the end of the world if I, you punch me in the face right now. We're right. still gonna fight. It's yeah, not over. That's true. All right, you got me. So, but these kids, they couldn't handle that right now. And yeah. a draft, I wouldn't wanted to go either. Like I was, we were lucky. Well, we grew up in a time with no draft. Gina G says the woke won't go. That's true. They would fight tooth and nail. Tony D's in the house. Tony D, we see you, puppy. Thanks. Welcome. The incentives um, would have to be huge. Also, too, the all these people that they're letting in. That's you know what? Now that I think about it, Army of people, Soy Boys. That's funny. Did yeah, you ever see the movie um, boys. Gangs of New York? Oh, uh, I've, I've with Leonardo seen DiCaprio. I've, I've seen parts of it, but I never saw it. Okay, so there's a there's a scene there where all the people are uh, the Irish are getting off the migrants. They're Irish. Immigrants. They're illegal aliens. They're illegal well, aliens. Well, they're getting off a boat in New York City. They're illegal and aliens. And there's a line. There's a, a guy telling them that if you agree to fight in the Civil War. We'll give you citizenship right now. So they literally get off the boat as immigrants, sign this and sheet, and jump on another by another <laughs> boat to take them down south to fight against in the Civil War. But that's how much they wanted citizenship. Yeah. So that could be the reason why we're bulking up our people. No, just knowing for uh, beforehand that we're not going to be able to, uh, you know, fill no. an army with our own no. people. That's not the reason. Man, listen, I'm thinking out of the box, damn it. You should Hi, give, give me, give me no, a little credit. Damn it. I give you I I think it's a, a a a cute idea, but it's definitely not the reason. All right. Remember I said that, folks. Uh KH Walker. I grew up well, during Vietnam War. Lots of US draft dodgers in Vancouver. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, isn't it ironic though? Muhammad, people, Muhammad Ali was one of them. Everybody uh, idolizes him, and you know. But isn't it ironic that people who, who would who would avoid the draft, like basically people like who are scared to fight now, that they would go to another country, which turns out actually to be good for us. <laughs> yeah, right. Get the fuck out. That's of kind here. of ironic, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's what the actors say. They're going to go. I'm going to yeah. move to Canada. If Trump wins the election, I'm moving to Canada. Go get the fuck out. The Canadians don't even want you. They got their own they, problems with that Trudeau guy. That guy's a fucking. He's 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 bananas too. It's it's, yeah, it's like spreading yeah, like a, a, it's spreading like a fucking crazy disease like COVID. It's spreading all over the. When world. I was a kid, we used to play this. We used to hang out in the corner drinking at night and you know getting fucked up. And we used to play this game. It was called Open Chest Day. It was another. There was a couple of games. The other one was flick the balls. It was Open violent Chester, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but the way it used to go is Open you'd be neck. hanging out. Yeah. You'd be hanging out, and one guy would go, "Hey man, you know what today is?" And somebody goes, "What?" And then you go, neck. "Boom!" And you punch him right in the chest, and you would go, "Open chest day." And um, <laughs> you know, one time I did this to this my friend Sasso when I was growing up, Sasso. and I. I didn't see him for like uh like a week in the gym after that. And Broke I saw he had, he had a twin brother. And Mark came up to me one day and he goes, I said, where's Sasso? I haven't seen him. He goes, oh, some fucking idiot punched him in the chest and broke his clavicle, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, that was me. But that's how stupid we were as kids. Nice. Um, and my point of it is, is it, it's a different time right now. I mean, yeah, we, absolutely. absolutely. We tried yeah. everything to do to be tougher. And these kids are trying to everything they can do to be we Milwaukee's working flick balls. We made we need uh many more details. Okay, so basically we'd be hanging out and somebody would just fucking like do like this to you, right? Like right in your uh in your nutsack. In your so sack. you would drive by the corner we hung out. At. <clears throat> you would drive by the corner we hung out at, and everybody would be squatting down. <laughs> And it would just be because none of us, we were all scared to stand up because we didn't want to get oh, flicked. Balls. That was uh, what we were doing right now. It was just stupid funny. stuff. <laughs> it's completely, uh, all right, we got a couple more stuff. stories here. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got 10 minutes left. We're running out. Oh, we got a couple more stuff. What is this? Oh, fan plunges, fan to, plunges death to death at oh. stadium after Jets beat Steelers, man. I so let me ask you a question. What the fuck does the Jets beating the Steelers have to do with the story? Why can't they just put fan plunges to his death at, at, at MetLife well, or at Heinz Field or wherever the fuck it is? Why do they got to put after the Jets beat the Steelers? Are they trying to insinuate that this guy was heartbroken and committed suicide or something? Well, all I got to say is I've been on some of those escalators in some of these stadiums, and they are scary. I don't know what happened if they were rough housing on the, st uh, on the escalator or whatever, but uh, my heart goes out to his family. That's not the way you want to end of the day. Listen. Horrible. Um, I know it sucks when the Jets beat you. When the Jets beat you, that's when you know, like, if you were going to do it, that's what, <laughs> you know, this season sucks. <laughs> Here we go. One yeah. dead after Matt, uh, one dead <clears throat> after teens allegedly steal, uh, crash Maserati. Uh, Look, I'm reading this bad. One dead after teens allegedly steal and Comma. crash, crash Maserati, they crash left unlocked with keys inside. He's inside. Uh, it was a 15 year old kid, by the way. <laughs> Two kids are walking down the block, I guess, and they see this Maserati. They're going to steal it. It already has the keys in it. So, But the thing is, they didn't know how to drive a Maserati. They probably didn't realize how fast it was. And they wrapped it up real quick, and it won dead. Um, Horrible. Yeah, man. It sucks. 
My friend, <clears throat> you never want to make a joke of a kid losing. I don't understand these people now. that are, you know, as a New Yorker that I grew up here. Whenever I hear like or see like somebody leaves their keys in their car or they leave the front door of their house open, it always fucking blows my mind. Like, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, why would you leave the front door of your house? Like, as a New Yorker, I can't understand that concept. It's it's, it's really stupid. It really is. I mean, you know as well as I do, because you did robberies and burglaries. You did the uh, the rim. You do those burglary evaluations. You go to people's houses and you you evaluate how you know, you know, tell them what to get. Either get gates over here or get a, a steel bolt lock over here, a dead bolt. I mean, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we're doing these evaluations on people's homes. So my house was always like guarded to the teeth. And when I go to people's houses, I'm like, "This is the first floor. You don't have a you don't have a gate on that window." How do you sleep at night? Like you know what I'm saying? My mother somebody... used to have those 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 sliding gates on the fire escape that she would slide them down and lock them and then lock it from the top. Oh yeah, then, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah, was a yeah, fire yeah. escape. That was a fire escape, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And man, the police those... lock on the door. Remember the pole? The those are good. Pole that you, those... you jacked up against the door. Oh yeah, I remember those. Whatever happened to those? Remember my that? Mother used to, my mother used to hit me with that fucking. My mother used to hit me with that fucking oh, pole. Man. That was a long pull. That thing was heavy too. My mother used to beat the shit out of me with that fucking thing. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Those are like all things like Good if times. you didn't want to make sure you don't get out of your apartment on a, in, a, in case of a fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get out. You're at the at the knob, but you forgot you got to pull. You can't find the fucking pole. So the pole served a good purpose in my house eventually because my grandmother passed away and we ended up getting her chihuahua. And uh -huh. the chihuahua's name was Pepe. So Pepe. Uh, was not fixed, and he was in a crate that had a blanket in it. And the blanket, you could take the blanket out, and it was like a sheet of cardboard. The dog used to hump the blanket, and mm -hmm. he would start off in a hallway, and he would end up in the bathroom because he'd be humping, uh -huh. and the crate would jump. So finally, uh -huh. what we ended up doing, we figured out, was to tie the crate to the pole. So now, when Pepe used to hump his blanket, he would uh -huh. stay in one place. So it served a purpose. That's good, man. I wish I would have known that in my teenage years. <laughs> Mark and Angel, Kim Allison. Mark and Angel, have you seen the greatest beer run ever? Chick Donahue from New York to City took beer over to Vietnam to his friends. True story. No, I haven't seen that movie yet. I'm looking forward to see it. I have Apple TV, and uh -huh. I will be watching it. It's a movie that's out right now. It's called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Chick Donahue from New York City took beer over to Vietnam to his friends in the middle of the war. Um... And I'm I'm very excited to see it. Apparently, it's based on a true story. Okay, wait, we got a couple more things here. Do we have any more stories? Oh no, that was the last story. We'll do our. That's you. Uh, what do you? Who do you mean? Do we have any more stories? It's up to you. No, we don't. I'm out of stories, but I have a lot of what? stuff to cover before we end the show tonight in regards to my promotion, promoting myself. Okay, Angel, I have a lot of shows coming up, a lot of stuff I have to cover. But before we do that, let's go to the comments, close it out, and. Uh, Look at what's going on in the chat. Address the stuff that's going on in the chat. Little Mermaid Louise, we want to go to the Chargers game, but don't want to deal with everyone else that could happen. Um, go to the game. You got to live your life. That's true. Most of the people go to these places and things unscathed. You know, one time I was at Chase Stadium watching the Mets, and some guy... Uh, you talk about stairs and escalators. He came like, you know, you're in a stadium now. Right now, we're in the upper deck. 
and he came and uh, he tripped over his feet at the first step, you know, going down like in the upper deck. And, you know, that's all concrete. And I seen his, I saw his legs go over his head. Like he went like this, room, like that, like his whole body. Tumbleweed. And I thought he was going to go over because, you know, at the top there, they're just Did like. Did you try concrete. to grab him and save him or you would just No, no, I was just, I was watching the game, but I saw this guy flip over. And luckily, he just crashed into the wall. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, the EMS came and they took him out of there. But, um, yeah, but those kind of things in these these environments, these big stadiums with the escalators that go really high, it's scary, man. You got to, like, uh, I'd rather just walk down the rotunda. Do you remember? Well, you wouldn't remember because you're a Mets fan. But in the old Yankee Stadium on the – on not the loge, the upper level, it was mm-hmm. literally like you were – standing on a cliff on a sheer cliff like if you got up from your seat too fast mm-hmm. you would tumble you would tumble down it was like a sheer cliff it was yeah that was a fear that, yeah, that does, that i've been to the yankee scary. stadium the old yankee stadium plenty of times many many not games. you should not have been in our stadium you're a met fan you had no business being there at all because there was no subway series back then so you're you right jumping on a bandwagon in 77 when well, Dodgers, first of right? all I was actually I grew up a Yankee fan until oh, 19, 19 when did Steinbrenner start fighting with Winfield, Dave Winfield? 81. That annoyed me. So we went to 80. It was 80. And we went to a, a Met game because I lived in Astoria and I, I saw Steve. Yeah, you're right. It was 81. I saw Steve <laughs> Henderson. Steve Henderson hit a walk-off home run. It was a three-run homer. And you know, we were already in Astoria. We took the seven train to the double R to get home and the electricity on that seven train after he hit that walk off home run was, I told my friends from that point, we were all Mets fans. We were all Yankee fans. I said, from now on, I'm a Mets fan. And from that point on, I've been a Mets fan, but I was there for uh, 70. My favorite player of all time is Thurman Munson. You can't, you cannot claim him. You can't claim him. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You're a Yankee. You're a Mets fan. You can't claim him. Your favorite player should be Ed Cranepool. The way I found out Thurman Munson died, I was in Washington Heights. I'm walking from one room to the other, and I hear on the TV, uno de los Yankees se murieron. And I looked, and they showed his face. And that's how I found out Thurman Munson died, off of a Spanish, <laughs> Spanish television. All right, Your so here we go. Favorite player should be Ed Cranepool. Go ahead. Mm. He went to John F. Kennedy High School. So did my uncle. Okay, so here we go. I want to just promote these shows that I got coming up. Here we go. Uh, This Friday, October 7th, I'm going to be doing a show in, uh, where am I going to be? Oh, in Brooklyn, 6903 Third Avenue. It's called South Brooklyn Foundry. And I'll be with my male, Bill Bill Chang. Bill Chang is hilarious. It'll be him and I doing a show this Friday. So if you live in Brooklyn and you want to come, South Brooklyn Foundry, 6903. 09, 3rd Avenue, Brooklyn. What time is this show? Uh, 9 o'clock is the show time. And uh, if you live in Hartford, Connecticut, I'm giving you a heads up. I'm going to oh. be in Hartford, Connecticut. What's it called? City Steam Brewery Comedy Look Club. City Steam Brewery Comedy Club. And I'll be there October 28th and 29th. That's Friday and Saturday night headlining shows that start at 8 p.m. You look so cute in that picture. You look like you're telling the girl, please take your panties off. Please. I, was I so promise I'll be good. <laughs> and this Thursday, you look like Squiggy from fucking. You look like Squiggy from this, the This Thursday, I have a special guest. I kill myself on uh, uh, police off the cuff after hours. 
uh, William Dennis, a.k.a. comedian Billy Bingo. He's a retired NYPD firefighter. He retired uh, from the FDNY. And then five days later happened 9-11. You know what he oh, did? He, he packed up his stuff, all his gear, and he went down there and he stayed there for the duration. Billy Bingo is in the house. Together we're doing a comedy show um, for Florida. And uh, it's a benefit show called Guns and Hoses. Nice. And it's going to be Thursday, October 20th at the Broadway Comedy Club. $25 donations are suggested. We're going to have uh, Billy Bingo, NYPD Zone, and also a, a guest, a past guest on the show, Frank Falia. And uh, firefighter Steve Oliva is also a comedian. Myself is a comedian. And we'll be doing this uh, October 20th. At the New York, at the Broadway Comedy Club, and that's in Manhattan on 53rd Street in the West Side. I'll be promoting this show this Thursday with my guest Billy Bingo, and uh, it'll be a great show. And also, if you are living in Queens and you want to have fun for Halloween, Taru, which is one of the uh, really cool departments to work in with the NYPD, is having their annual haunted house for october and they're having that at fort totten they do it um thursday friday and saturdays in october 6th 7th and 8th 13th 14th and 15th 20 21 22 27 28 29 so what they do is they take the taru office and they make it really really scary and some of the uh the uh, the guys um i would imagine that work there get dressed up and it's really really cool and it's free so if you're on a date night and you want to check it out, it's 604 Little Bay Boulevard, Bayside, New York, Queens. And it's the NYPD Parks Halloween Haunted House. And it's their annual haunted house. It's the uh, second or third year. And um, if you're on a date, it's a great date night. I, I su highly suggest it. Um, so we're over at an hour right now. What do you got, man? We got a game coming up, Monday Night Football. Tonight is the L.A. Rams at 2-1. Against the San Francisco 49ers at one and two. Who are you picking, Angel? That's what I want to know. I'm picking the uh, the Lambs. The Lambs are going to win. There's, there's, there's no way they're not going to win. That's a lock. All right. I got to go with you on that, too. I don't even know one player on San Francisco. They don't even have that quarterback anymore. Jimmy right? G, baby. Jimmy G. Oh, he's still on the show? I thought he got, tra I thought he got traded. Okay. No, no, no. He was Justin Fields. No. No. That's uh. The Bears. Anyway, the quarterback broke his ankle, and uh, Jimmy G came back in. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I got nothing. I, how could I follow that up? You just gave your whole fucking itinerary until December, so I can't follow well, up with anything. That's it. I'm done. You took all the time from me. Most of the nothing. time, I most of the time I got Ugats, but uh, tonight I had some. So wait, but before we go, Gina G, I'm here in Florida, and that will make a difference. Yeah, all the proceeds from that show that I'm doing will be going to I think Naples, Florida. Um, that's what Billy said, but he'll be on the show this uh, Thursday night. So please tune into that. He's um, he's a special, special guy, man. The guy uh, is a hero. OK, uh, Milwaukee civilian, but hurt. He's asking he me if I'm but hurt because I was oh. said what I said. Oh, if you're butt hurt. <laughs> <laughs> My butt does hurt. I got no butt. All right, folks. All right. Thank you for covering a lot of stuff. Bendiciones. Love you guys. See you next time. Thank you, Angel. You were great tonight. You Thank too, you, uh, the people in the chat. You were great tonight. You make it so easy. We feel, I feel like I'm at a live show in a comedy club performing in front of you guys. 
Love uh, I had guys. a wonderful time. And uh, don't forget, this in. Thursday, 6 p.m., we'll have Billy Bingo. Oh, here we go. On that note, have a good night, everybody. God bless. <laughs> we love you. That was good, huh?